TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Having a tough time because of the economy? Well, we have a man that will answer your questions right now. He is KISW's financial advisor. From BECU, it's Todd Peach. Brought to you by BECU. That's right, Todd is here, man. Got lots of experience. Lots of experience. Over 20 years of experience in the financial services industry. Done a lot of things. And BECU.org, that's a great place for you to go and, and put your money where it's got to be put. And you don't have to be a Boeing employee anymore. You can be almost anybody in Washington State. Oh, yeah, if you, go, if you work here, you live here, you attend school, worship, whatever the case may be, you can join BECU and make it happen. And, Todd, uh, we've talked a lot about how, really, the debt that kids have coming out of college yeah. is just a beating. And so I yeah. love what you guys are doing over there, BECU. Yeah, you know... You know, a lot of the students, they're, they're not being able to buy homes because they're straddled with debt. So the first place you want to look when you're going back to school is for grants and scholarships. And I just want to let everybody know that the BECU Foundation is open uh, for uh, applications for scholarships. Last year we gave $83,000 scholarships to nice. uh, graduating uh, high school and um, undergrad students. So encourage people to go to BECU.org or uh, uh, BEC.org slash scholarships and, and apply. Yeah, that's great. And that's BECU.org slash scholarships. Check it out because, yep. uh, like we've said, man, college is expensive. Is. If, if, if you can def- really take some of that cost away, that's cool. Absolutely. It's, yeah. That's a debt you're not going to have in the future. So. All right, if you've got questions for Todd, 206-421-ROCK. ROCK is 7625. You can text us at 77999. Christina in Spanaway, you're on with Todd from BECU. Go ahead. Hey, Todd. How's it going? Uh, good, Christina. So my question is, so I'm a first-time home buyer, and so I'll be doing my taxes this year for the first time as a home buyer with my husband. Uh-huh. And taxes confuse the crap out of me always. I never know whether to put one or two, like, on my W-2s and stuff. Right. Whatever, when I'm getting a job. Um, I keep getting all these things in the mail that are, like, um, saying that I've earned some interest. And, uh-huh. you know, just stuff like that. So stuff that I need to take in when I'm getting my taxes done. Right. And I don't know. It's just all really confusing to me. So, yeah. Okay. Just, um, well, we can try to simplify it a little bit. How long How long have you owned your home, Christina? Did you buy it mid-year last year? Yeah, I bought it in August. Okay. So you're probably not going to have enough interest um, to itemize. This will be for the tax the tax advisor to tell you that, but your standard deduction is going to be a twelve thousand, twelve thousand five hundred with you and your husband anyway. Um, so you're going to have to have mortgage interest, uh, property taxes, um, pro- possibly PMI that exceeds that amount before you're going to be able to itemize. So just bring it all in there. Um, it's probably not going to make a difference for you at least this year until you start paying over, uh, you know, over with with property taxes, interest, and, and if you have PMI over that, you know, twelve thousand, hey, hey, twelve. She sounds like she's a nice lady. I don't think yeah. she's got PMI. <laughs> no. Thank you. Uh, very good, BJ. Thanks, buddy. I yeah. That's rude. I'm sorry. Question about it. Um, 
So, do you get more money, like in general, if you own a house or not? Like, I, I mean, I just well, I, it, it depends if you're if you have enough deductions to itemize. And when I say PMI, it's private mortgage insurance. And I don't know if you've put more than twenty percent down, um, but if you didn't, you're going to have that, and it is deductible this year. Um, and what does that do for you, Tuck? Because a lot of people go, "Well, I get more money," but the idea is is that when you have deductions, what does that do for you tax wise? Yeah, I mean the the idea is. I know, I never do deductions ever. Yeah, and, and really the only way you're going to be able to do it is, Christina, is if you haven't, if you've paid enough interest and property taxes. And if and, right. and if that's the case, what, what does that do for her? Um, then it would lower her tax tax bill. So it's going to lower, it's going to, you're going to be able to deduct that. So that itemized deduction is going to lower your income that's reported, right? So your that's it. Yeah. So it lowers your reported income, uh, which, right. which equates to uh, a lower tax. So they won't tax you as much. And yeah. so that's, that's where the savings comes into play. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's a cool thing of being a homeowner is like you said, this first year may not be a thing, but then mm-hmm. the, the following years, you know, itemizing is what really helps people get, uh, you know, to uh, basically pay less taxes. It, it lowers your effective rate, interest rate, if you want to think about it that way. So if you're paying 4% on your mortgage and you can write off part of that, maybe your effective rate on that home loan is only 3%. Hey, Christina, you guys say you go to someone and get them done, right? Um, I don't know yet. Like, I, and that's the thing. Is, should I go or should I do something? Gosh, I, it, it sounds, don't you think it sounds like if you, just because of a level of confusion, go to a professional at this yeah, point? You know, yeah. Um, what what you might want to do, Christina, is just for the heck of it, get get a tax software. There's TurboTax, etc. Um, try it yourself, and then take that in with you to the tax preparer and compare what they come up with with what you came up with, and use it as a learning experience. And then maybe you'll feel more comfortable next year about maybe possibly just doing it yourself. There it's, you go. It's a great way to learn. It's just do it yourself, and if you feel uncomfortable, get a second opinion, um, and then over time you'll feel comfortable. And then the 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 software will also allow you to estimate your next year's taxes so you can make your adjustments to your W-2. You're a DIY kind of guy, aren't you, Todd? I am a DIY. Yeah, I am not. I'm a shoebox guy. <laughs> I want nothing to do with it. I just go, you guys better know what yeah. you're doing. It's all I got to say. Yeah, it's, a, it's a great way to learn. And so, you know, Learn? Who wants oh, to learn yeah, things, Todd? Yeah, what like adding and math? But, but again, in, in, within doubt, go, it's, it's okay to get a second opinion. So. I'll tell you this, man. If, if you don't know what you're doing, it's best that you get yeah. someone to know what they're doing. Yep. Whereas you, I'm, I'm, I think I'm going to bring my taxes to you. I'll, I'll be with <laughs> Todd, you seem to like this kind of thing. How much do you charge? Oh, you can do it free? Oh, uh, yeah. It's, I'm it's a member. On me. it's oh, on great. Me. Well, you're his boss after all, BJ. <laughs> exactly. I forgot about that. I yeah. do everything you ask. That's why I'm a member on BCU. That means I'm the boss. <laughs> That's right. Hey, let me tell you who the boss is. <laughs> 206-421-ROCK. ROCK is 7625. Don't forget, if you don't get through on the phone lines, you can email Todd. He'd be glad to answer your questions. And just go to KISW.com. Scroll down. You'll see Todd's smiling face on a link. And just click on it. That'll take you right to the email for Todd. And uh, which, you guys got a text there? message. Yeah. Uh, one person wanted to know, uh, I have no student loan debts. Should I apply for some student loans to help pay for grad school? I'll need about $20,000. Is Ooh. it worth it? The rest I'll be paying out of pocket as I go. I'll be there to uh, it'll help me survive during my three years of my mm-hmm. doctorate program. Ben Ooh. in Bremerton. Okay. Well, um, I mean, obviously, um, that's a, a good, if there is a debt, that's a good kind of debt, right? You're investing in yourself. My question w- would be is, what is that going to do for your income when you do graduate? So mm-hmm. are you going to be able to get a job that's going to pay more and how quickly you're going to be able to pay that debt off. So, 
Um, uh, I think yeah. he got developed. The doctorate is, program. He's going to be a doctor. Yeah, I mean, and, well, you and, hope that that's a thing. Depends on what kind of doctor, right? And, yeah, and yeah. so, what does the what does the salary look like for you? And what is that break even point if you do take on that debt? So, oh yeah, it's um, a doctorate, not that they're going to be a medical doctor. Well, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. so you could be a doctor you, of whatever. Yeah, you could right? be a doctor of gotcha. like you know, paleontology, and how much is that going to pay you? We don't know. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that's where I mean, uh, when you're going to go in debt, look at what that's going to do for your future earning power. And and if a lot of people they just go to school to go to school and then they end up not getting a, a job that uh, equates to what they can pay that off. That so. is the sad news that we yeah. I mean, obviously we value education in the world, but at the same time, yeah. going to school for a long time and learning a lot of stuff doesn't necessarily mean you're going to have a good job. Right. That's that, right. That's a tough thing that people really have to figure out in their you lives. Know, you're looking at that debt as an investment, right? I'm going to invest that and what is it going to do for me? Yeah. So, yep. Let's go to Steve in Mount Vernon. Steve, you're on with Todd from BECU.org. Go ahead, Steve. Good morning, gentlemen. Thanks for taking my call. You're welcome, morning, sir. Steve. What you got for Todd? Uh, Todd, I have a, I have always protected my credit very fiercely, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, like your last caller, I purchased a home in 2015, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to figure out why my credit took a hit of about a hundred points. Whoa! Just with a just with the purchase of a home. Damn that FICO! Hmm. Steve, have you pulled your credit report recently? Um. Just in November, I bought the home in July, and okay. of course the bank runs your credit 800 times before they allow the loan. Right. Uh, and I was about a 795 when I bought the house, and now I'm hanging right around 700, and I'm trying to figure out if it was because of a debt to income thing because I purchased a, a home. No. Or no, your I, your your income has no your no factor on your credit score whatsoever. Um, oh, that sucks. Then yeah. I'm quitting. I'm out, Steve. <laughs> um, what, I, what I would do, Steve, is go to annualcreditreport.com. Let's pull up your report. Let's see what's being reported on there because what's being reported on there is what your credit score is being, uh, is, you know, that's how it's calculated. So buying a home shouldn't give you a hit that much. No. How much should, how much should no. you expect to get if you well, take out a home loan? I mean, it, it's not the debt. It, it Actually, owning a home is a good kind of credit, so it can actually help you. Oh, wow. Um, so um, this is a beating if he, if he hasn't yeah, done anything. Yeah. Else there's, in his there's, life. there's got to be something more going on here. Maybe there's uh, something that's being reported that you're not aware of. Um, we really have to just pull the report, Steve, and, and take a look at it and see see what's out there. Because um, even uh, on a home, inquiries are going to are going to lower it a little bit, but they only count as one. Uh, no matter how many lenders you've uh, you've applied to, if if you do it within a 45 day window, so. Well, I just applied to the one lender and was yeah. approved for the loan. So, okay. it's, uh, so like Todd said, it's obviously not that, Steve, and which means something is screwing Steven, St. What, Louis. Yeah. What, n- what number are you – where did you get the information on your credit score? I ran the, did the freecreditreport.com in November. Okay. Damn. Um, and we don't want to go to freecreditreport.com. We want to go to annualcreditreport.com. Okay. Um, and and you can, you'll get one free report every year from th- each of the three bureaus. So go ahead and pull those up. Uh, let's see what's on there, and then that'll see if there's anything that you're, you're not aware of that might be pulling that down. Steve, I appreciate the call. I hope, I hope you get that worked out. Let me ask you something, Todd, because you told me not to go to that first site. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I gather that's a site that charges to some, some degree, or, or somebody makes money somehow from that site. Correct. So here's my question. Is it possible that sometimes certain sites, and I'm not going to say that one, is it possible some certain sites might make you believe that you need to do something and maybe you don't need to do something because they're a site that is motivated to get money from you somehow? Because that is so odd that that site would report, you know, especially if he goes to another site and finds out actually Mm -hmm. his credit is not as bad as they said. Has that happened before that certain sites that are pay-for sites in some way, shape, or form might report erroneous information? Well, 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 they can't report it. It's it's reported by TransUnion 
Shakespearean um, by the three bureaus, right? So they're yeah. the ones reporting it. So, so there's, there's nothing they can do there, but so they can, no try, to, they can try to upsell you, right? Okay. And upsell you into different things or, or credit monitoring services Man. or you know different things. But that's why you want to go to annualcreditreport.com. Yeah. Um, go ahead and get it, your free report. You get one each from each three. If you don't have anything going on, it's it's you know get one every three to four months from each bureau, and then you can monitor it as it goes along. And so. then uh, check the family members. Make sure no one's doing nothing. <laughs> Because <laughs> um, sometimes that happens. Next thing you know, you're like, when did you buy a boat? Damn it, we a boat. Is that what Joe did? He bought a boat. Joe bought a boat. <coughs> all you know, he's, he's got a boat right there up in Northgate, just hanging out there on his boat. And that, that, that dinged my credit report. Let's go to Chris in Puyallup. Uh, Chris, you are on the rock with Todd Peach from BECU. Go ahead. Hey, Todd. I'm 42 years old, uh, currently renting. I want to retire, uh, about 60. Um, I was wondering uh, what you thought about uh, buying a house at my age and making those goals. Yeah, I mean, Chris, I think... um, Okay. I think Chris might not be a real guy. Well, I think he had a question, but he's still dealing with his pranker side. Oh, yeah, he's got that, too. All right, fair enough. (laughs) All right, well... Yeah. Well, probably not a good idea. You know what? Here's what I'm going to do. I'm not even going to answer his question. Let's go to Brett. Ah, uh, Brett and Kingston, you're on the Chicken Man needed any answer, I'm giving Chicken Man nothing. He can kiss my... <laughs> it's a very lizard. random prank, though. He asked a legitimate question and then did the... the, the yeah. It was a, I think it was a semi-legit just to get through. Just to get the clock in. Yeah. All right. Brett, you're on with uh, Todd from BECU.org. What you got? Hey, Todd. I sold my rental property this year, and, and I'm going to take a pretty big hit on capital gains, but what... What do I do with that money that I got left over? It's going to be, you know, $20,000, $30,000. What do I do? What do I put that that's going to make me the, the best investment, you know? Well, it depends what your goals are, Brett. What I mean, where, how about retirement? Uh, you have emergency fund. Do you want to roll it over to another investment property? Can you no, buy? Can no. you buy another house and and don't they not take the capital gains out of you if you put it into another home? Do a like if you do like a like kind exchange, so you're taking a rent, one rental property and you have sixty day, sixty days um, to roll that over into another rental. Yeah, property. you could get a nice house, Brett. No, I already got a nice house. I don't want any more rental properties. Yeah, um, rental properties. You yeah. know. I mean, I think what you need to do, Brett, is just sit down and look at what are your goals and what are you going to, you know, what about retirement? What are, uh, you know, where can we put this money to use? Um, it, can you fund it? You still have till April 15th if you haven't maxed out your, your retirement contributions to your IRA or the Roth IRA. Okay. You got any, you got any kids, Brett? Yeah, I got I got one. He's uh, got his college all paid for it and all that kind of stuff. Good. Oh, so, so you can't do that then. That was going to be my next the, thing. Is a college yeah. thing. Yeah. No, yeah. I got him paid for the get program. You know, so. All right. So I guess then strippers, right? Strippers are probably yeah. the best investment then. Yeah. Strippers blow, right? Yeah, you got a nice house. You got the kid in college. Uh, <laughs> okay. Todd Todd actually likes to go on vacation once in a while. How about the Todd Peach Fund? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's a good. Pr- you know what? It's a good problem to have, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. I mean, now you just got to figure out what the best way to put that to use, Brad. And I mean, obviously, you can invest it in a number of different ways. But if you can, you know, put it into if, if you still have room into your IRA or a Roth IRA, that might be one thing to look at to to get get some tax advantages there. Yeah, there you go. All right. Well, as usual, Todd, the time. Has flown. If you didn't get through on the phone line, pretty simple. Just go to KISW.com, scroll down, you'll see Todd's smiling face. Click on that. Todd answers all the emails, he'll do the best he can for you. And don't forget, BECU.org, go check them out. They're a great place to put your money. And all you have to do is live, work, worship, or attend school here in Washington State, and you get to be a member of BECU. Todd, as usual, my friend. Thanks, BJ. Good seeing you, buddy. You too. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Got clock at four. Doncic. 
The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.